0: Joseph. I love being on here with you guys, Nick and Joe. I really appreciate it. God, like damn it, Nick. Tldr, you guys are awesome.
1: And welcome back to Tldr. I'm your friendly neighborhood backcracker, Doctor Joe. Along with me, always is my hunk in crime. Together, we are the Woodward and Bernstein of the DSG. Except I sent Nicholas a picture of Woodward and Bernstein. Put my name above one. Put his name on the other one, and he goes. I don't get it. I don't get the meme. <laughs> well and I said that's Woodward and Bernstein dipshit. It was <laughs> well, they're known for their uh,
0: writing, I thought, and reporting, not necessarily their on-air presence, but either way, they just like a couple of olds to me. Also, I might recommend when you're doing memes where like it was a little confusing because you had one of the lettering over it, one with the lettering to the side of the guy. So I had no fucking clue what was going on. Never mind not knowing
1: who they were. Yeah, yeah, I'm just 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 assume that the name closest to the person is just pointing to dead air. Well, either way, it was a little uh, I was a little thrown off. But this is no
0: slight on Doc because Doc does a great job with our Instagram and actually just put together a draft over this past weekend. Our children superhero draft, kids superhero draft, whatever you want to call it. uh, that, That came out great. Had a ton of participation on that. We'll definitely share some of the teams everybody put together. Over on our Instagram pages at TLDR underscore pod. But more importantly, you can find us over on Apple, um, Spotify, uh, Stitcher. I always, every time, it's like I'm always blanking on where, where everybody can find us. <laughs> I always listen on Apple personally. Of course, SoundCloud for Geeks Worldwide Radio. Um, if you haven't already subscribed to the show, uh, leave us a five star uh, rating and review. That'd be greatly appreciated in uh, the big reason that you want to apply, the big reason that you want to uh, the subscribe to our shows, is especially when you find out that you're going to get a Friarside chat, because uh, sometimes those pop up out of nowhere. We had given you fair warning that there was going to be another one to follow up, Chip Zdarsky. Uh It's going to be dropping at Wednesday at midnight. Uh, we had Kyle Strom and Jake Smith on talk about their dark horse book in radness.
1: Yeah. So we, we had a fun time talking to them about that. Um, and with, uh, with Kyle Strom, he's also the artist on twig, which yep. is a book um, that he is doing with, um, Scotty young, Scotty young, which uh, I've enjoyed the first two issues of that so far. So definitely want to check out that interview. It was a lot of fun. And, uh, man, I, I think I've gone back and listened to that chip one a couple of times, uh, already mm-hmm. just pick up on some different things each time. Uh, but it was, if you haven't listened to, you know, to that, we'll go back, listen to that and then get yourself geeked up for, for Kyle and Jake. Um, and then we've got, we got a few, you know, few fingers and a few pies for some, for some chats coming up in the future. Yes. We, we hope we're hoping
0: to have, it looks like we're going to have a mainline episode next week though, which we need to mix in once in a while. It'll be nice yeah. to have one
1: of those. Yeah. Um, one of those at a failed superheroes club. Yeah. Uh, you
0: know. Yeah. What, what are we talking about? Never, done yeah. one of those before. Yeah. <laughs> Never heard of that. What, what do you mean? Um, but I will say, that go back for those who haven't listened to the Chip interview, of course. Again, awesome stuff. But I'll tell you right now, there's some stuff in there that I would like to pull to add to our intro. Of course, Scott Snyder is part, a big part of our intro um, from a couple of the interviews that he's done with us in the past. Uh, I think there's some things from Chip in there that I can add, and I'm not going to tell you, Joe. You're going to have to wait till I think. Yeah, yeah. I think if you're listening to the audio version of the show, you'll have heard it. Other than that, though, I'm not unleashing it until that. Yeah. At the Jesus Christ, Joseph might be one of them. <laughs> maybe maybe not sure but anyways uh, let's get to catching up before we get to what's new i know you didn't do much in the way of catching oh, up this busy past weekend week. busy weekend and there was plenty to read in terms of what's new too for me catching up though dark knights of steel was a big one that was on my list issue seven isn't that awesome, awesome? yep awesome stuff uh we got where starships go to die from aftershock and astronaut down from aftershock so we got two like space-ish kind of theme things from aftershock kind of strange uh if you're if you heard about either one of them or didn't pick up one or the other or maybe curious astronaut down would be the one i would pick of the two um seemed the, like the artwork was kind of like jarring there's like some serious ramifications in it in terms of like the stakes and whatnot definitely some important characters did like kind of bite in the dust pretty quickly seemingly important characters so i'm very interested in this the artwork i like it as well too um But that's enough of that. We can just go right into what's new. Lord knows we usually take too long to get to this point. Uh, Usually, Joe, why don't you take us through
1: what we get from Marvel this week? Okay, so we have Wolverine 22 from friend of the show, Benjamin Percy. We have X-Men Red. We have Fantastic Four, 44. Uh, X-Men Red, number three, by the way. Mm. Moon Knight, Black, White, and Blood, number two. Iron Man, number 20. Spider-Gwen, Gwenverse, number three. Ben Riley, Spider-Man, number five. Star Wars, Bounty Hunters, number 24. <laughs> we There's have so much. Oh, look at Miles that. Morales, um, number something. I was half asleep when I wrote this, and I forgot to put the number for that one. You actually spelled the name wrong originally, too. Yeah, right. when you put it down, yes. <laughs> Iron Fist, number four. Hulking and Wiccan, number one. And then there's a number one, Nicholas Harry, that you would like to talk about real quick. Yes,
0: absolutely. But I will say that I wouldn't be supposed to having the, the real uh, Gilmore uh, superstar in the household on, to, on the show. Because I know she's uh, photobombing you right now for those who aren't watching us on our live stream. But Captain <laughs> America, Sentinel of Liberty, issue one. So right now we have a, a Sam Wilson Captain America story going on. And we have a Steve Rogers Captain America story that just began. I thought it was fine. Like I'm not gonna go and say this was like this crazy awesome thing. It was like probably like a seven, the art's good. Don't get me wrong, the art's good and everything. Um, but it's just like I think with Steve Rogers, they revisit a lot of stuff about his past. And it's I understand like about his morals and everything. That's a big part of the character. I just think that like you can, like, it's tough to, to kind of sell him quite as much, but they are teasing like for the second issue, there's going to be some more, um, mystery to it and intrigue. So I'll probably give that one a look. Although, you know, I feel like every time I say I'll probably give something a look in that kind of tone, I don't end up doing it after the fact, just because there's just, there's so much other good stuff out there. Um, I mean, just from, from Marvel alone, I, I mean, Wolverine, uh, X-Men and, uh, and Moon Knight, like for me right there, those are ones that normally would be ahead of the pile for me on this one. So it's just, it's a first issue. So I wanted to give it a look, but I'd rather from picking one of the two Captain America stories, I'm sticking with the
1: Sam Wilson one. Yeah. Makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. I haven't read Wolverine. I'm dying to read that one, but that was, I mean, I don't think I've, I've read X-Men red number one, didn't read the second one. Um, you know, the, the black white and blood books, um, I don't tip I don't typically read those. It's just i like I said, I've got a ton of stuff to read. And so reading three short anthology style, it just unless it's like I don't know, really, really, really like yeah, I must read. I t- generally skip those. So when I was looking at the Marvel list this week, I was like, oh. Wolverine and I had to say I had the same thing with DC where there was just one book on oh this is the only book I really got to read this week Hmm.
0: yeah and the other thing I will say just to to close it on um, on Captain America too like we do get Bucky Barnes in this it looks like we're going to get Winter Soldier mixed in through this story so I'm interested in that like that definitely and and just I mentioned the artist before that's Carmen Carnero Um, that like, like Carmen's artwork is good like definitely not any part of the issue of this story whatsoever it's just that and it's not necessarily the writers did a poor job. It's just that I think cap can be just, it's just a difficult character to get invested in. So it's solid.
1: Like it's as good as I will, I will give it like that. That's all I can really say, but we move they have, they, they have to give captain America something in terms of, you know, they, he can't just be the goody two shoes. He has to, he has to find a way to walk in the gray somehow, even if just for a little bit mm-hmm. to have a, um, a lapse in judgment or to make a choice or a decision that would be very un Captain America, like, and then have him go through that mm-hmm. and come back out on the other side. I think that's the only way you can do something with his character is to get him to stray off his moral compass, you know, a bit and then have the journey for him to come back around again. I will say not the last page,
0: but like the second to last page, maybe the third to last one, there was something very interesting there. Like that okay. is the, that, like I, I, again, like, I, you know, I always lose sight of that. I'm always thinking about the meat of the, the book, not just the end. Cause sometimes books can be okay. And then you throw a, like a good thing at the end. It's like, Oh, like, this is awesome. Not always. Yeah. Um. And I would say this is one where it was like, it was fine, but the ending was like, Oh, okay. I have, yeah, you got my attention a little bit there. That's pretty cool. So that would be the only thing that would bring... That would be the major thing that would bring me back. But again, I can lose sight of that stuff pretty easily. So, um, so no guarantees on that one. We moved to DC. We'll kind of fly through here. We didn't really have much we wanted to highlight from them this week, of course. You're reading Superman, Son of Cal issue 12 is out this week. Then we got Wonder Woman 788, Batman, Urban Legends 16, Batgirls 7, Jurassic League 2. Everybody seemed pretty high on the first Jurassic League. Uh, I Am Batman 10. Future State Gotham, issue 14. Nightmare Country, uh, issue 3 from the Sandman universe. Uh, (laughs) Out. Yeah, because you're a chicken shit. Uh, DC Pride, Tim Drake special, issue 1. And then Naomi, season
1: 2, issue 4. And if you listen to the Chip Zdarsky issue, he he tells you something. Not about time, Drake, uh, but Tim Drake. (laughs) <laughs> oh, I didn't he tells, even say that. <laughs> he, tell, he tells nice you a little something about Tim Drake and his plans for uh, his upcoming Batman series. So, yeah, that was uh, pretty some, cool. Some interesting stuff there. Take us through Image. All right. So we've got a whole bunch from Image, as usual, <laughs> all bangers. Uh, we have 8 Billion Genies, which mm. you've been enjoying. Awesome. Uh, Slumber, number four. Uh, Farmhand, number 18. Uh, we have a town called Terror, number three, which was Excellent. Um, Undiscovered Country, Destiny Man special number one. So I I think this is just sort of doing some patchwork before we get back into Undiscovered Country. Mm -hmm. Uh, We've Snydered this a little bit with uh, Noctera with the Blacktop Bell special. Uh, But we got a whole bunch of books here that we want to talk about. Before you go, we're one of those ones that we really want
0: to dig into. A Town Called Terror, there's obviously this crazy bunch of action (laughs) that gets brought into the mix. Until that happened, I was like, okay, what, like, I'm kind of confused. Like the, 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 art is great. Like Sajan Chudransky, who we've talked about on the show before, um, awesome stuff, but sometimes where they're going with the black and white and then the red mix in, I can kind of get confused as to who the hell's involved in certain situations and what's going on. So I felt a little bit of confusion. Then they gave us that bit of action that was like, wait a second, like the game entirely just changed right now. Now we have a bit of clarity. So I'm still very much in on this, and it's a fast read, too. That helps. We did
1: fast, um, yeah.
0: But, like, I was – I don't know. Were you confused at all before we got that action shift?
1: No, I didn't I—I I didn't get that confusion at all. Um, you know, I what what happened for me was I had to try to remember how the second book ended mm. because it kind of is like a, it was a direct continuation, and, you know, sometimes there's a time skip or whatever. And I was like, it took me a second to go back, and pull up with how the second book ended. It's like, okay, got it. Mm. But once we get that action, what I what I was starting to get worried about was I was like, as we're reading this, two thirds of the way through, I was like, are we going to just completely forget about the detective angle of mm. this book between the wife and the and, and the cop and trying to find her husband? But we did get a good chunk of that. And it was, mm. it was perfectly, perfectly paced right in there, uh, placed in there, I should say. Mm. And again, Pacing's not an issue for this book. Nah. It flies. Action was awesome. The art's awesome. I'm, I'm enjoying the hell out of it. That pacing, I mean, seriously, it can heal a lot of wounds.
0: Mm-hmm. It really can. Sure um, can. So, I I mean, like, we're no question in uh, moving forward with Town Call Terror. But which one?
1: We got four
0: that we want to break down, two that we both read, and then a pair uh, that we read separately. Which one do you want to start with?
1: Let's, let's start with the two number ones, and then we can dive into, do a little deep dive into the other two. So, um, I'll go first. So, this was a book that that piqued my interest. You know, I had read Crimson Cage and talked about it on this show. uh, You know, a while back, we talked with writer John Lees Mm -hmm. about Crimson Cage, about just sort of, you know, adapting uh, Macbeth uh, to 1980s, you know, independent wrestling and just how awesome that was. And, you know, uh, you know, the, the Cormac McCormack's art on that um, just absolutely fantastic. Like everything about that book was tremendous. So I had, Pretty high expectations for this book Um, And it was great It's telling a really great story It definitely has that wrestling Storytelling vibe to it Um, And the art is very Similar to that of Crimson Cage Where it kind of gives you this You know Kind of horror vibe Kind of gory aspect to it Um, You get that same Sort of 80's Independent wrestling feel to it So I loved everything about this book, except for the name. The name stinks. Hmm. Do a power bomb. Uh, you come up with a better name. That name is fucking terrible. Hmm. But don't let that dissuade you, because that sometimes can. They say don't judge a book by its cover, right? Don't judge a book by its title. In this case, so like <laughs> the title Daniel fucking sticks. Yeah. Daniel
0: Warren Johnson is the, the artist right. and the writer.
1: Yeah, yeah, he and. and yeah, he does everything but the colors, and um, it's tremendous, absolutely tremendous. He does a great job. He just needs someone to fucking you know tell him to give him a better name because it 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 stinks. But if you see it when you go pick it up, grab it. If you're a wrestling fan, you're gonna love it. I think if you're a non wrestling fan, uh, you're still gonna enjoy because it there's a great story there. Uh, it gets a little supernatural, uh-huh. right? Right? With some with you know, I don't want to give too too much away, but at the it's got a great ending. Like it. it it's a number one. It does its job because it tells a great story, but it gets its hooks in you and makes you want to get that second issue.
0: Okay. Nice. Yeah. Um, awesome. So I, I was, I remember we highlighted this in our solicit and I was interested in it, but I knew I had a feeling this was going to cater to you a little bit more yeah. given the wrestling as the uh, the background and everything. Um, for me, one that we, you, I know you were out on and uh, coming in and I was, I was interested in, but the cover was quite jarring. Very. Uh, I'm going to call actually dibs on two books right now. Uh, okay. So I'm, ca- I'm calling dibs on astronaut down that i had mentioned before from aftershock, which wasn't on either of our radar really. Um, and I'm also going to call dibs on the book. I'm about to talk about from image seven sons issue one written by uh, Robert Wyndham and Kelvin Mayo. And then the artist is Jay Lee colors by June Chung, dude. Like So this is – anytime you're talking about mixing religion into something, whether it's like uh, fantasy or kind of set in the real world, I am generally going to be interested in giving that a chance. When you go to on the nose like we've talked about in the past and it's just like this isn't like – it just doesn't feel right. It feels kind of clunky. It feels like maybe – Punches aren't being thrown because I think when you're providing a commentary and this kind of stuff, there have to be haymakers thrown in the mix to make people feel uncomfortable. Um, you, I, you know, I want that kind of stuff. From I get that in Seven cents. Um and in this story too, Jay Lee's art style has a grit to it that I really, really like. Like these, the characters you see on the cover look quite jarring, and their faces are like are, are pretty jarring in the in the story style. It's like I, I'm pretty sure he's the cover artist on this. Um, If I'm not mistaken, but like the the faces look almost exactly the same. Maybe the colors look a slight bit different, but either way um, they're jarring, but then everybody else looks kind of normal. So these characters are all born on the same day, kind of like an umbrella Academy sort of thing. Okay. Um, And they're all like, these are, but these are immaculate conceptions. I forget if umbrella Academy was, um, but they're immaculate conceptions and someone had, prophesies what's going to happen and then on like their 21st birthday um these like the one of these sons is the the true second son of god and they will like expose themselves and not in a respectful manner um (laughs) when uh, on on their 21st birthday so you kind of get a background on on some of the character some of the sons you don't necessarily meet them all um and then there's another character kind of off to the side that you're learning more about too or kind of confused what, what their deal is so I absolute pace turner for me definitely had a good pace to it. It got a not, I would never say it got slow, but it, it like, it, there's a lot of, there's quite a bit of information to take in. Um So it's not like this a breakneck pace, but it moves at an even pace throughout the whole thing. So I really like seven Suns issue one.
1: Awesome. 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 So, uh Sweet. Yeah. I, just, I remember looking at solicit going, nah, eh, okay. If you want it, you know, you take it. So that's, uh, that's good to know. Um, and I'm, I'm really interested in those first two books from Aftershock too, because those both had kind of piqued my interest. So uh, it'll be interesting to hear what you, you, know, when you decide, uh, if you decide to talk about one of them on the show, um, you know how it goes. After astronaut down, if that maintains that first one had
0: like definitely gave me like this is TLDR potential. And You're I, I, I meant to call dibs on it earlier in the show, but I figured why not do them both? <laughs>
1: <laughs> do them both at the same time. Exactly. Um, so those were the two number ones from Image that we read. Uh, there's two books here that we talk about on this show all the time, one of which uh, for me is hands down. Uh, the book of the week, but Nick, why don't you uh chat about Radiant Black real quick? Oh, yeah, so, so I so this one was um,
0: I actually, yeah, I was so prepared to move into King's <laughs> uh, but yeah, Radiant Black 15, of course, by a friend of the show, Kyle Higgins. Um, I haven't gotten a chance to check it out yet, but it looks like there's this whole thing that's like a like a fight kind of thing that's going on. Like there's this like fan made movie that's supposed to be happening in the course of the story. And it looks like they actually made one online. I could be wrong, Joe, but I tried
1: to look at, look for it. it It's not up yet. It's not up yet. So So there's a QR code and I scanned it. So maybe it will go up until what, what makes radiant black, such a very, such an interesting story is that Nathan was the first character that we meet and he's the one that you know gets the powers of, of Radiant Black. And he dies in battle and it goes um to his buddy. And so his buddy's taken over the mantle. And you know, we, we had this whole arc where he was, you know, with the other radiants and and he's he's trying to, you know, he's he's trying to do good. He's but you know he's all about himself mostly. And Nathan comes out of his coma and the the you know the 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 radiant is, is still talking to Nathan, mm-hmm. and he's not talking to Marshall, and we're yeah. we're starting to see some friction here. Yep, between yeah. these two characters. And so this is what's been great about this series and these two characters is that you know are we going to see one of them turn. And at one point you think maybe it's Marshall. Then you think maybe it's Nathan and kind of go back. Is it Marshall again? So like, there's this big back and forth that Mm -hmm. I can't wait to see how Kyle and where Kyle takes us.
0: So I agree with you on the Marshall front, not as much on the Nathan possibly going in the other direction throughout all this. I haven't really felt that I have more thought that like Marshall is the guy who is my number one concern right now. Is he going to go and like turn heel? Because it, yeah. very, it very much feels like he's, like, the wrong thing said to him is pissing him off right now. The wrong yeah. thing done to him is pissing him off. And, yeah. dude, like, you are way, way, way too defensive about this shit.
1: Yeah, because I Nate, think he knows he doesn't deserve it.
0: Yep. He's, he's you know? really really feeling it and you know what like Nathan's handling everything well he's taking it in stride and I can't say I like I can't blame him for doing everything that he's, he's doing He's driving
1: personally with his writing and everything like Yep there is some jealousy there there's some competition there and I love it yep. I love it because we're we're going to get a turn here one of these books that's going to make us go fuck Yep yes mm-hmm. and it could be either one and it's just it, man, it, it's been such a great book. Mm-hmm. I can't, we can't, you know, recommend it enough. And as good as Radiant Black has been, Nicholas, King Spawn is like 10,000 fucking eyeball emojis. Dude, right? so you read it before I did, of course. I get the eyeball emojis
0: from you. And I go and read this. This is some of the craziest action we've gotten in this series. It's the best issue yet. And it's, yes, it is the best issue yet. But the fact that this is the create some of the crazy action that we've gotten, and we've, we've said that a lot throughout the course of the series, of course, yeah. written by a friend of the show, Sean Lewis, drawn by Javier Fernandez, holy crap, man. And the cover too, like, but like the other thing, the, the cover for this thing is, which is Joe's background for those who aren't watching the stream. Holy shit. That thing is nuts. And that is Javi and uh, Francisco, Francesco Matina, um, but yeah, man
1: this this is one of the best issues that we've. This is the
0: best issue we've gotten so far. This is Team the Spawn. Matina
1: cover, the one I have behind me with the cross. The Javi cover is the B cover with Spawn. Um, it is just this book is this issue is absolutely crackers. I mean there there's a sequence where I don't want to say Spawn snaps. But Sean has talked about this, uh, you know, the, the couple of times we've talked to him specifically about Spawn was that, you know, his the, Todd's advice to him was write your Spawn. Don't write the Spawn you think I want to see. Mm-hmm. And, that, and that has never been more evident than in this issue because mm-hmm. we see Spawn just take it to a new level. And there's, an, there, there's a sequence of... You know, two full pages and all the different panels where he is just—he is on attack mode. He is dialed in, and the art, and 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 Sean's writing and the dialogue that happens—it—it it is the epitome of vicious. Mm, yeah, and that is what we want from Spawn. We've had a lot of really good storytelling, you know, in in, in this past arc, but this—this this is everything I. Want Spawn to be, and we get it.
0: I couldn't agree with you more. I, I, and I think, like we talk about the art at first, but like, yes, the, the the writing in this, and what what Al Simmons is kind of going through, whether it's the narration or the dialogue, um, internal monologue, whatever, like. Sean absolutely – this is some of his best work because I agree whether he's talking about – like talking to himself about how he goes through some things in his thought process or we're looking at how he's talking to the guy who he's kicking the absolute shit out of right now. Like (laughs) – and and of course just like the way that the action isn't wasted too. Like as much as that's also Javi, that's also Sean and talking about the plot and everything. Yeah. What we got going on with Terry off to the side too. yeah, right. Jesus. Yes. It's crazy. Yes. So like like this is this is the best work that the two of these guys have, have done together so far.
1: A plus plus issue. Just if we're at what issue eleven mm. and we're still cranking like yep. this, right? Holy shit, let's fucking go. I yep. I just best spawn book going. Hands Spe- down. Oh, not even
0: close. Not right. even close, and 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 the crazy thing too is like the next issue is set up to be like even more of a jaw <laughs> dropper because we've been yeah. waiting on something this whole arc, and either we're getting it here, like at the very end, you would assume, or we're getting it. Sean told start,
1: us. Maybe. Sean told us, right? So strap in and strap on, baby.
0: Yep. Very like the, the, like awesome, awesome stuff. You're spot on, right? Like this is like for me right now. I like Seven Sons a lot. It's between Seven Sons and King Spawn for me right now as the comic of the week. Um, of course, there are a few other ones too we wanted to hit on. Boom, I know as well. from Power. We got Power Rangers issue 20, uh, Alice Ever After issue 3, which I did read before this show. Awesome stuff. Very excited to talk about that on the show when the time comes. Um, Angel 6. Then we got Faithless 3.
1: Uh, I don't know which issue that was, um, but fa- the next issue of Faithless 3 this Faithless week. Faithless 3, number 3 or 4. Whatever. I, I was writing this at 11 after his, at the fucking Celtics loss and, and have fallen asleep, so I, I warned you ahead of time.
0: Oh, look at you trying to go toe-to-toe with me, trying to stay up as late as humanly possible. Look <laughs> at you. Uh, I'm proud of you. Um, Thank you. But uh, you wanted to highlight Grim issue 2, which after seeing some of the covers for that, man, I obviously I'm not seeing the interior art because I'm not reading it, but I'm really bummed that you got dibs on this one.
1: This book is fantastic. And and I talked about the premise, I think last time I, I did a doc talk on this. And you know, there's just the idea of like when we think of the Grim Reaper, there's one Reaper who, you know, just he's there. When you die, boom, there's just one of them. What this book does is like, no, there's I mean, thousands of people die a day. Right, he's got to delegate that shit, and sort of—that's what this book revolves around. But it's so much deeper than that. Your, your your main character is going through some real shit, and the events that happened uh, at the end of issue one really like go to the next level in this in this second issue. And you know what I've taken out of this the most is that Stephanie Phillips is now a writer who, when I see her name on a book, I'm grabbing it. I'm nice. giving it a shot. I'm reading it, nice. you know, uh, and I want to go back and, and, and look at she hasn't written a ton, but I want to go back and take a look at some of the other things she, she's written up until this point. But going forward, this is sort of how I felt when I read Thumbs for the first time. It's like, mm-hmm. all right, Sean Lewis, I'm reading his next book when it comes out. Right. Nice. And I'm going to keep my eye on him. This is now Stephanie Phillips. I think we're going to see a lot of her going forward. That's awesome.
0: That's huge. Like when you when you're at that point, it's like, all right, I gotta look into this other person. This person's uh,
1: cataloging the rest of their stuff. She's That's a great awesome. writer, and it and it, it it always helps when the art is really good too. It really, I mean, it just with those two things when they come together, really pull you in. And it's funny because sometimes I, you know, I feel like, I, well, I don't feel like the artist makes the writer, but like the artist definitely elevates the writer when they're when there's a book where they were. Both those things come together so well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean? and
0: Flaviano is of course the artist on yeah. uh, on Grim. Uh, yeah. But cool. I, well, I just I know we're talking about doing an Alice Ever After Grim episode uh, when we, when both of those first two arcs have uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have finished up. But I'm I'm dying to to, to for that day to come so we, so I can get going on Grim. And you're gonna enjoy Alice Ever After. Yeah, because I wanted to read that one, and so yeah, we, we beat shit, each man. other to the punch. Yes, <laughs> uh, we screwed each other over, but that's the way it goes on this show. So uh, I'll fly through these other ones. I know there's one more book that you wanted to hit on from this week. From IDW, we got The Kill Lock, The Artisan Wraith Issue 5. AWA from friend of the show, Benjamin Percy. Devil's Highway Volume 2, Issue 2. Uh, very excited for that. The Immortal Red Sonja Issue 3 from Dynamite. Aftershock, a couple books that I'm interested in. Of course, Bunny Mask, The Hollow Inside, issue two. Talked about Bunny Mask on the show a little while back. Definitely check that one out if you're into horror comics. I would read the first story, um, of course, first. Uh, Only four issues. And A Calculated Man, issue one, interested in this one as well, Joe. Titan, we got Cowboy Bebop issue four. From Vault, we got West of Sundown issue three and We Ride Titans issue four. And that brings us back to Dark Horse, where we're talking at the top of the show about Interradness. Um, That hits shelves on the 29th of June. So you guys can check, uh, you know, be on the lookout for that. Of course, listen to our interview beforehand. Uh, But we got Norse Mythology issue three. I'm sorry, Norse Mythology three issue five this week. God, I hate that. Um, Tales from Harrow County um issue one I guess of the news story again Joe is up until 11 30 doing this so yeah, past yeah. his time I'm proud of you uh <laughs> and then the one that you wanted to hit on was Manor black fire in the blood issue three
1: yeah so tales from Harrow County Colin Bunn uh Manor black Colin Bun you know friend of the show Colin Bun Colin mm. Bun Colin Bunn we're gonna will a, another another uh, friarside chat into existence um <laughs> that's just our fault we just like, every time it's like oh god i know shit keeps popping up so i read the first arc of Matter black absolutely loved it um and then there'd been you know a, a big pause so when this returned all in and there was a, a pretty big pause you know break between issue two and issue three but this is a great great uh sort of horror story um, you know involving blood mages and fire mages and the story of uh, this one family. Um, and it's all it's only going to be four issues. so the next issue is 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 the uh, the final issue of this of this little arc but it's been absolutely fantastic. If you haven't read Manor Black the first run I would go back and do so. Um, I've got it in my queue um, of books to talk about on the show nice. so I think what I'll do is with that is when this fourth issue comes out read it and then I'll just do a man or black episode where I'll talk about sort of both both arcs cool. um but it's it's Cullen Bunn. you know it's it's uh it's got some you know Harrow County feel to it vibe to it but it, it's a little more sinister there's some family infighting is uh, it's it's great it's a great book can't recommend it enough and can't wait to talk about it
0: Awesome. Yeah, I'm excited to hear about that one because that is another one that has not been uh, on my list. But, of course, if Colin's writing it, I'm interested in it. Um, But that is going to do it for this week, Joe. So make sure, again, if you haven't already subscribed to the show, if you're watching us on our live stream, uh, if you subscribe to the show, you're going to get another interview delivered to your mailbox uh, or your your listening device mailbox. What the fuck am I talking
1: about? Nick living in the 80s.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. In my defense, I was like an email box, but either way, um, still stupid. But yeah, it's going to get delivered to your listening device Wednesday at midnight. What?
1: So a little peek behind the curtain. Nick and his uh, special lady friend and my wife. We all went out to dinner uh, mm. this past Friday night, mm. and uh, you know we're talking, we're drinking, we're having a good time, and we started talking about Stranger Things, and you know about how much of a pussy I am. Uh, but my wife had said like. Things don't horror doesn't typically bother her except for like when people like move like bugs or like animals when their scrum. bodies get contorted in ways that shouldn't happen. Yeah, and mm-hmm. so you and Lauren said, um, "Well, uh, you know, episode one it might not be your favorite episode." And so we're chugging along, we're chugging along, and then right at the fucking end, that fucking scene with that poor girl. I think mm-hmm. we both said, "What the fuck is this?" And like. And we both said, no, we can't do another episode. And I said, call oh, come on, let's do it, let's do it. But me- Megan held strong. We didn't watch one, but I'll tell you what, I did not fucking sleep that night.
0: Oh, I love hearing that. I it's did sleep that totally... night. I,
1: it fucked me up big time.
0: Okay. I don't know if you want to warn her, but like that's just the start of it.
1: Oh, great, great. That's... We're going to watch another episode tonight. So, yeah, there's uh, Yippy Kaye.
0: That's a thing. It's a part of that this season. So no.
1: it's. <laughs> fuck that noise
0: Yep. Yeah, well you can cover your eyes joe that's what i did until i was like 13 years old i think so it was during scary moments and then it was during uh you know the sexy moments too i think mr 3000 yeah. was the one where i finally was like i'm just keep my my parents can't tell me to keep my eyes closed right <laughs> so, yeah but anyways that's gonna do it for this week uh until then, until next show joe stay sexy
1: you know it i <laughs> like nick's just like i'm out all right we're yeah. done